Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape on your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Matthew 25, I will read from verse 14. It says, For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. Then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents. And likewise, he who had received two gained two more also. But he who had received went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's talent or money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. Uh, so he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents. So he was, yes, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. The Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. He also, who had received two talents, came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Then he who had received one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown. Uh, and gathering where you have not scattered, I, I was afraid uh, and went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. But his Lord answered and said to him, You wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seeds. Uh, so you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers. And at my coming, I would have received back my own with interest. Therefore, take the talents from him and give it to him who has ten talents. For he, and for to everyone who has more, shall be given. And he will have an abundance. Or from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Now, I'd like you to turn with me to Luke 19. The same story, but the narrative is slightly different, but the same story in essence. Luke chapter 19. Reason is, I'll be going in and out of Matthew and Luke as I try to run through the passages today. Uh, from verse 12. Now, as they heard these things, he spoke another parable because he was near Jerusalem and because they thought the kingdom of God would appear immediately. So that's why he said it. Therefore, he said, a certain noble man went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. So he called ten of his servants, delivered to them ten minas, and said to them, do 
business till I come. But his citizens hated him and sent a delegation after him saying, we will not have this man to reign over us. And so it was that when he returned, having received the kingdom, he then commanded the servants to whom he had given the money to be called that he might know how much every man had gained by trading. Then the first saying, Master, your mina and ten minas. And he said to him, well done, good servant, because you were faithful over very little, have authority over ten cities. And the second came saying, Master, your mina had gained five minas. Likewise, he said to him, you also be over five cities. Then one came saying, Master, here is your mina, which I have kept put away in a, in a handkerchief. For I feared you because you are an austere man. You collect what you did not deposit and reap what you did not sow. And he said to him, out of your own mouth I will judge you. You wicked servant, you knew that I was an austere man collecting what I did not deposit and reaping what I did not sow. Why then did you not put my money in the bank that at my coming I might have collected it with interest? And he said to those who stood by, take the mina from him and give it to the one who has ten. But they said to him, Master, he has ten. For I said to you, he continued, that to everyone, Jesus was not making a comment, to everyone who, who has will be given, and from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. But bring here those enemies of mine who did not want me to reign over them and slay them before me. Um, we thank God for the reason of his word. Praise the Lord. Now, the Lord Jesus taught many ways and a lot of times you will say the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven is like this the kingdom of heaven is like this and every time he would do that he would come in a parable he would come with a story a story that you and I can identify with and uh, careful, you say, every time he says that he tells you that this is how, or this is the rule of the kingdom. This is the methodology of the kingdom. This is the style in the kingdom. And we know too that really, it, what he says is that this is the lifestyle. These are the principles of the kingdom. These are, these are the ways that the kingdom operates. So in other words, uh, if you come to a point in your life when you recognize that you are a kingdom citizen, you only need to align yourself with these principles. Your life will have no choice but to bring forth the results. No, that's the truth. It's the truth. So when you are saying that um, the kingdom of heaven is like, see, this is how life is lived. It does not matter where you started from. Salvation brings us to a common ground. The blood of Jesus. No man, by virtue of what they have done or not done, could earn salvation and can earn salvation. We all have to come through the blood of the everlasting covenant, the blood of Jesus. So he's a leveler. Given that your education, your exposures will come in handy. 
But you see, the starting point for all of us is the same. It's okay, fine. What if I need education to accomplish what I'm called to do and I didn't have the opportunity? I said, salvation is a level, it's an opener, it's a foundation. You will find the requisite education along the line in ways and manner that you don't even expect it. And so the Bible says, this great owner... Of course, we all know that Jesus was talking of God the Father, the creator of all things, called his servants. He owned everything. And he owns everything. He owns the talents. He owns the servants. He owns the skills. He owns everything. He's the source of everything. And if we have a problem with that, John chapter 1 verse 1 says, in the beginning was the word, in the very, very beginning was the word. If we leave that and John to Genesis chapter 1, it says in the beginning, God. So in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was nothing made that was made. So Tyro, your looks, God. Your sinning lacks God. When I say sinning, because that's your own definition. That's your own perception. What you have, what you don't have. I say God is the source of all things. In the epistles, Colossians, say all things consist in him. That was the mistake the rich fool made. God gave him life. God gave him vitality. God gave him wisdom. God gave him ideas. God gave grace to perform. God blessed the work of his hand. God gave him an unusual return. And by the time he finished, he said, come on, relax my soul and begin to enjoy. God said, where is God in your equation? It's okay, tonight, I want to take my soul from you. Ah. He said, who's with that? That will never be our portion in Jesus' name. He said, really? We are covenant children of God. It's not our portion. He's a covenant-keeping God. No, that's not our portion. So you don't need to be afraid of that. No, it will never happen to you in the name of Jesus. Why? You are a covenant child of God. Sin by the blood of Jesus. So, no, don't let that distract you. But follow this message very well. So he called his own servants and gave his own servants his own talents. Then, from the Luke account, guess what he said? He gave these things with instructions. Occupy till I come. So in our kingdom, when we are told to occupy, it means engage in business. Now, don't limit the business to just exchange of cash. Do kingdom business. Get busy. Okay. So, I, I, I just kind of wrote some things down. Look at different translations of the Bible. One version says, invest these until I come. 
Another version says, trade with these until I come. Another one says, buy and sell with these until I come. Another one says, do business. Another one says, engage in business. And another one says, put these to work. Another one says, operate with this. So my first conclusion is God is the source. So it's time we relax. And this God is a good God. He owns everything. And the truth is that what did you do to earn everything he has given you, Tyro? Ask me again. Then you want to see the genius that knows it more than God. What did you do? To deserve it. Is it your ability? Your good looks? Your zeal? Your energy? Your complexion? Your height? Come on. Your intellect? Nothing. This creator, this God that has it all, gives liberally for us to enjoy. He tells us clearly the vivid picture of God, who God is. How can you operate with God when you don't know him? But hear the Father, hear the Son, who himself is is the everlasting Father. Let him talk of the God, the Father, and hear who your Father is. He gives freely. He gives life. He gives health. He gives fame. He gives... Hey. So don't you ever think that God God is punishing you by not giving? Ah. You know what he says? He says you don't have because you don't ask. It's yours. The Bible says that the heaven of heaven is is by the, the earth he has given to the sons of men. Say, all things are yours. You're busy fighting. I belong to this. I belong to this. Say, don't you know that everything is yours? Come on. When you don't know, you'll be fighting where you shouldn't fight. You see, my two boys, because of their age, sometimes they struggle over what I can afford to give and even spoil. I'm, I'm even trash. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? Ah, let it go. We have more. But that's how we behave, don't we? You allow distraction to take you away from the main thing. of them initiated his calling them. Tell me. Which of them told him who to call of his many servants and say, you, 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 is grace. In this kingdom, grace reigns. And that's why you can't envy anybody. Because you have access to. And grace is yours too. As much of fact, to begin to envy is to begin to shortcut yourself. And you should change yourself. The truth is that you are distracted. And then the Bible tells us that in distributing to them, he gave to them according to their ability. God won't give you what you can handle. You may say, well, ten times in fasting and praying. The way we will answer your prayer in fasting and praying is that he will prepare you to have the capacity to handle what you're asking for. 
If you don't get prepared, he won't give you. God, God is not a waster. And he doesn't embarrass anybody. God won't bring you to a place to disgrace you. No! He would rather you don't go there. He's a father. He will spend more time preparing you for where you're going than to just dump you there. And by the time he gets you there, it's because he knows that you can handle it. Because you will always remember that you, are not, you didn't get there by yourself. You go there with, with him. Hello. So according to their abilities. Why according to their abilities? Because in the kingdom, anything God has given you must be deployed for, for business. Everything. Your life. Your health. Your height. Your complexion. Your charisma. Your beauty. Everything. Must be deployed for the kingdom business. So it's according to your ability. Nobody has two heads. We are all children of God. Nobody is a great grandchild of God. No, we are all children. And when we all know we are children, then we will be satisfied for that. Hey, that alone is enough for me. Because that automatically launches into an unusual inheritance. Everlasting inheritance. Hello? So it's, it was according to their abilities. Now, look at it. Again, you know how stories are. The writer of the book of Matthew says, he gave five, he gave two. But the writer of the book of Luke, who, who by the way, was educated, he was a doctor, qualified doctor. He must have gone to the university to be a doctor. He wasn't a cultural doctor, a traditional doctor. He was a physician. Learned. If I, what we have in the book of Luke and Acts were what he recorded. He had a journal. He knew the art of journaling even then. He was an educated man. Hear what he said. He said, he called ten of them and he gave them ten mina. And one mina, three months salary. Some say hundred days, some say three months, pretty much the same. So really, that was some good money. And so he gave every them, all of them the same thing. Everybody got one. And with an instruction, do business. Or occupy. Let's use kingdom language. Occupy. So in your marriage, you have to occupy. You have to make the best of your marriage for kingdom advancement. In your parenting, occupy. You have to make unusual investment parenting for kingdom advancement. You know that what I'm saying? Engage what you have. Engage and deploy what you have in such a way that God will be glorified. Deploy in such a way that the world will be blessed. That's why you are given. That's why everything is like kingdom come that will be done on earth. So let me go quickly tell that person that thinks that you are the ugliest person living. Did you create yourself? That's my problem. You had better begun to be appreciate God for who you are and deploy what you have. 
in the name of Jesus. Nobody is superior to anybody. The problems come, or the problems begin to come when you don't appreciate what you have. The truth is that if you are not free, you cannot progress. If you are bound somehow inside, you cannot progress. And that's why the Bible says, he whom the son has set free. Come on, talk to me. And see, every negative virtue binds, it does not set free. That's why the devil will get men and women to, to offend you, to provoke you. And when you follow that trail, you invite what will block your way. That's why the Bible says that, look, offenses will come. Hey, don't go to bed. Settle it. We're talking to the two ladies working with us. They're sitting by themselves now. They're hearing me. And they have our talk against each other. I said, you know, I'm pastor. They said, yes. They have ever heard me in this house. Come, shit. Against my wife, say yes, and then the next thing you see me, then they see me, and we are they start laughing. Is it not the same man that says, She now holding the woman and rubbing, and they will just start to laugh. How long do you want to live? And tell me who will not be offended. So you're angry that you're offended, then prove to me that you have never offended anybody. And when you offend, you want them to forgive you. But you cannot forgive. You just block yourself. And yet, the peace of the kingdom is in operation. <laughs> no, my pastor has everything. Amen. Yeah, I do. Because you are saying the truth. I have everything. I believe in the name of Jesus. If I need it, and it has never entered my pocket before, but I need it now, God will. That's the story of my life. <laughs> Somebody approached me on Thursday. She was in my office. In fact, she brought her. She said, Pastor, this is what is happening. We are talking to this, we are doing this, we are doing this, and was showing me proof. She said, so if you can talk to Christian business people, I said, I hear you. What he doesn't know or she doesn't know is that I don't talk to people about money and business. Come and talk to me. All you business people, all you rich people, have ever come to you, come and do business with me. Let's go. My friend, I'm a wole. Hello, my dear. Some, out of the magnanimity, they will say, Pastor, come, we'll give you this. Amen. And what people give me, I believe it's the grace of God that makes them to give me. That's what I live by. But I'm blessed. Tremendously. So she said, So, I said, Pastor, I think you should do the bit one. I said, Oh, yeah, okay. I said, What are you looking at? He said, An investment of $50 million. I said, <laughs> I said, I'll tell them. Now, I'm not saying I can't have it. If I need it tomorrow, I will have more than that. What's $50 million? Paper in the kingdom. If it comes across the part of my assignment, and people say, people buy jets, people buy jets. I say, what's your problem with jets? What's your problem with jets? 
They need it. They have activities in African countries where there are no steady flights. I know them. And what I said to people is, I said, you can say what you want. You are not the one who lost a wife while he was going preaching. I did. And that was the same year that somebody in Ghana, Duncan Williams said to me, he said, we don't have this kind of gifts. We, they are very rare. Pastor Taiwo, I don't think there's an equal of this woman in Africa today. He was talking to Bimbo Williams. Bimbo Dukoya, rather. That same year, she was, go- she was going to preach. She wasn't going for a party. She preached in, Ab- in, Cal- in Abuja. She was trying to put her she crashed and died. She wasn't going for any party. She wasn't going to see a boyfriend or girlfriend. And then somebody come up telling me that hey, pastors are buying jets. What's your business? Don't let them distract you. Your father owns everything. <laughs> Anybody can see anything. Let them lose their wives and their husbands and their children and, come and continue to complain. They'll be the one to say, go and cut Gwari's head. So I'm not saying that, I'm not preaching against wealth, no. What I'm saying is that it will give you according to your ability. And everything God has given you is for kingdom deployment. Because there will be a day of reckoning. I live live 40 years, I live 200 years, I live 50 years, I live, oh, amen. You will account for every day. It's a gift. And so when he came, guess what happened? The first one came and said, look at what your gift. See, your gift. Okay. See what your gift and talent has produced. You gave me this much. I've got ten more. He said, good servant. Matthew said, good and faithful servant. Luke says, now, you know what? If you can prove yourself with one minute to get ten, you are going to rule over ten cities. A lot of people want to have, they don't want to be responsible. Not in the kingdom. Not in the kingdom. By the way, the title of this is Provoking God's Best. Provoking God's Best. Because the door is opened. Which no man can shut. No man can shut it. They don't have what it takes to shut it. I know who opened the door. It's not a man. It's not the devil. It's Jesus. Then the second one, you give me a God. Four, rule over four cities. What will make you a ruler when you don't have the capacity or when you have the capacity and you are lazy? Say, who will give you your own when you cannot be faithful under man's own? Every time it's not your own, you must fight it down. Who will give you yours? Because you've been faithful in two and you made it for, please rule over four cities because you will be the, you will encourage people to be the best they can be. You will see them multiplying, all of them, because you have the spirit, you have the capacity, you have the knowledge, you have the, you have the heart. You won't be angry when they are progressing. Then that one came and said, look at your, you know the first problem we have, we can see from this person, Attitude. No matter what God has given anybody, if your attitude is wrong, you are looking for trouble. But God will never stop giving. Somebody said, next to knowing Jesus as our Lord and Savior, 
nothing is more important in life than having a good positive attitude. Nothing. Nothing. It either make you or break you. In spite of the blessings of God. It will either heal or hurt you. It will make you friends or make you enemies. Your attitude. God doesn't give you enemies. The devil is your enemy. And it's not, it's not, it's, it's, they're not equal with you. That's why the Bible says that, hey, you are of God, little children. You are covenant children of God. And you have overcome them. How? By virtue of the covenant, you are an overcomer. Why? Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. It either make you happy or make you sad. Make you a success or a failure. Attitude. Remember, this is how things operate in the kingdom. The kingdom recognizes attitude. If you can't rejoice with those who are getting promoted, and you think you'll be promoted, you can't rejoice with those who are getting successful, and you are praying for success. Hey. Yet all things are yours. Why is Pastor preaching this way? Because the door is opened, and I will provoke you into taking advantage of it this year. In the name of come on, help me shout Jesus. So it does not matter whether you are an introvert or an extrovert, it's got nothing to do with it. Deploy what you have been given in the kingdom. Put it to use. Let it encourage somebody to find their own assignment. Let it encourage somebody to rise up. Let it glorify God. That's, 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 that's what matters. Because at the end of the day, it's not how much you're able to gather, it's how, much life, how many lives you're able to touch. Believe you me, true. At the end of the day, whether you are Christian or not, it's not how much empires you're able to build, it's how many human lives you're able to touch for good. And that's why the Bible says, whatever your hands find to do Ecclesiastes, please do it with your might. Don't tell me they are useless people. That my employer, when you are begging for employment, they were not useless. Now when you got in, you became labor leader. You are the one that will destroy everything there. You have a problem. The truth is that there are many who are not able to keep keep down any job from job to job. They can't. They have a terrible attitude. And they'll be saying that God will bind the person. Bind who? Like one man that was preaching on this, he said, grandfather, very, 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 very cranky. And grandfather was sleeping. Then somebody took some garlic and put it right on his mustache. Rubbed the garlic oil there. When he got up, he said, hmm, hmm, this one room is smelling. Hmm. This whole room, he ran outside. The whole outside is smelling. The whole world is smelling. Baba, you are the one smelling. If everybody has a problem with you, you have a problem. 
The door is open. The path is straightened. The valley is filled. The mountain is leveled. Will you change your attitude and pass through this door for God's sake? The truth is no man can shut it. What about you? This is your best year. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says the hand of the diligent will do what? Beru. You, uh, it's, hey, it's a law. You don't have to be born again. If you follow that law, you will rule. You are filled with the Holy Ghost. You are anointed. You are lazy. He uh, said, that the bears rule. What about the lazy? He said, you make yourself a slave. Nobody is making you. You make yourself. What's diligence? Always looking for the best in anything you do. Putting your best to get the best in anything you do. It doesn't matter whether it is yours or it's another person's. I did my best. They don't deserve me here. They don't like me here. See, you, you lack knowledge in the sense that faithfulness, the reward of faithfulness can never be lost in the midst of kingdom activities. Never. God will reward faithfulness. Whoever told you that is your boss that will reward you. If your boss cannot reward you, it's because you don't have what it takes to reward you. Your reward is bigger than their capacity. I'm not joking. I'm not, God knows I'm not joking. I'm telling you today. You don't now become cranky and become, and become... No! Do your best! You're not a fool! People will come to you and say, I'm not employing Christians. I say, you're not employing Christians. You have a problem. Say, they always... Yes, it's true. Most of them have attitudes because they are not taught. They think because I'm born again, I'm Holy Ghost free. So, uh, uh, pastor, they come to me. Pastor, I will report him. I say, report to uh, This person that employed me, you know, he sent me to go and buy beer every day. I say, so what do you want me to do? No, it's true. I said, what do you want me to do? He employed you. You should be grateful to God that you have a job. Does he come to church? Yes. Does he have every Sunday? Yes. I can't force him to change. Leave him. You, can't force, you are not the Holy Ghost. Leave him. If you think that your Christianity is disturbed working with him, resign! I'm not saying you should continue to drink. No? I'm not saying you should continue to humanize or continue to cheat government or cheat people. No. But it's the same way you are hearing his hearing. God does not give me the right to force anybody to obey. Don't do, don't do. They see do. What's my business? Mine is to say. I have my own fight of faith. Eh, maybe that's a fight of faith. But I will have my eater. But the mistake you can make is this. Because you are a liar and you are fighting with lies. So you now come and be preaching that lie is true. And God will punish you. Tell them, lie is lie. And I say, God, help me on my own. But lie is lie. God, help me. Oh, help me in the name of Jesus. But preach the truth. Some churches are preaching that divorce is right. Which divorce is right? Some are preaching that gay is right. Which gay is right? Some are not able to talk to their children anymore. Children are becoming Lord over their, ma- their fathers. No matter. When your, ch- when your children become your master, you are in trouble. I respect my children. They have, they have their. Uh, she's Mrs. Jogo now. They are going to their house. Eh? They, they can tell me, but Daddy, we didn't invite you. And they have the right. It's Mr. and Mrs. Oh, Pastor and Pastor Mrs. Jimmy Dukoya. Daddy, you didn't say you are coming. They've never said that. But if they said that, I say, hey, well, sorry, uh, but uh, because they are right. Is somebody hearing me? 
But that does not mean I cannot say, Jimmy, come. You see this car? I saw you parked it in social place yesterday. What are you doing there? Oh, we had a meeting. Ah, please don't, don't be there at 9 o'clock. Oh. No, but that is okay. Ah, I know it's okay, but no. Ah, it's okay, Daddy. Okay, Daddy, don't be afraid. That's no problem. No problem. Uh, they will obey. I was talking with, we were talking with Toby. We were talking. He said, I'm, I'm jumping. I'm going underground. I said, underground. What time? <laughs> he said, ah, Daddy. I said, yes, sir. He said, we are the ones here. I said, I know. Me too, I come occasionally. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. She supported her. Because she, she too, you know, she, that was where she came from. She was there, she would jump there and I would fight her, fight her at the time. You think quite practice at eleven and she walk on the ground at eleven and then go. I say, ah. I say, I'm gonna call your pastor. <laughs> she says, It's because my, your, my pastor is your friend. What if you don't know my pastor? I said, God has made it that I know your pastor. But what I'm saying is this. I said to her after a while, I, then Claire came in. I said, ah, you are going. He said, I'm rushing, it's late. I said, see, she wants to go on the ground. He said, No. I said, hey, he's in London too. And I took her home and said, Daddy, thank you very much. I won't, I won't go underground. Most is past 10. What I'm saying is that if you have lost it with your children, not controlling them, but able to advise and to pray for them, you have a problem. Because God will still ask you. Now, Conclusion. Everything God gives you grows. Everything God gives you improves, increases. So increase is not a problem. Get your attitude right. Say that a man with diligence in, in, in what he does. He won't stand before me, amen. He will stand before kings. I see kings here. I see diligence here. I see open doors. I see kingdom, uh, kingdom lifters here. I see kingdom investors here. In the name of Jesus, regardless of what you have gone through and where you are coming from or what you are anticipating may happen, I want to declare and let you know that in the name of Jesus, your best is still ahead of you. You are indeed the light of the world and you will shine in the name of Jesus. And nothing can stop you. The Bible says this light will shine in the darkness. And darkness cannot comprehend it. I say you will shine. No man lifted you up to where you are. No human being. It is God. That's why it says you are my shield. My glory and the lifter of my head. And it doesn't stop. He continues to mature you every day. Tell somebody. Say expect an unusual promotion. Tell somebody. In the... Add in the name of Jesus. Look for that person in the name of Jesus. Express unusual breakthrough. Spiritual. Emotional. Physical. Financial. Health-wise. You are a child of God. Bought with a prize. You are a covenant child of God. You will prosper. And look at it. Faithfulness will always result in promotion. You are a leader. Tell your neighbor, tell somebody, say you are a leader in the name of Jesus. It is settled. It's not just been taught off. It's a covenant issue. You are a blessing to your generation. 
in the name of Jesus. Help me tell two, three people. Say you are a blessing to your generation. In the name of Jesus. Hey! 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 Tell, say, I am a blessing in the name of Jesus. I am head, not still. I'm above only. I'm never beneath. Jesus is my light. Jesus is my salvation. Who shall I fear? Jesus is the strength of my life. Who shall I be afraid? Hallelujah! So your sister, your brother, your uncle, your auntie, your, they are not your problems. Occupy. Keep occupying. There's a reward. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor. Take all the glory. In Jesus' name. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, Off Town Planning Way, Ilukoju, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.